All right, everybody, welcome to episode 68 of Feel Good Friday, 6-8-F-G-F-L-F-G, let's go. Uh, I just said, let's fucking go, let's go, so I'm, I'm pumped, I'm pumped, it is just me today, I was going to have Brittany back on for another bro episode, but life happens, life gets in the way, and we do the best we can to roll with it, so that's what I'm doing, I'm rolling with it, it's just me, just me, standing on a mountaintop, spitting my truth. Uh, although it may not all be true either. Like if at some point during this episode, I say, Hey, I got a big penis. Like, obviously that's not the truth. It's very small, very small. I have trouble finding it half the time because my gut is so big. So, uh, anyway, glad we're just airing all this out and being really open. And by we, I mean, uh, <clears throat> me, uh, to myself, this is a little therapy session. That's all this is small penis. Anyway, it's it's, you know, it's all right. It's a nice it's a nice dick. It's not small. It's definitely not big. Like you won't see me on, you know, signing with Brazzers anytime soon. I'm no Johnny Sins, but you know, I'm Johnson's. Johnson's. Another dick joke. All right. Anyway, uh, we're moving on. No more dick talk. That was that was a cold way to open. But speaking of a cold open, I'm I'm gonna get serious again and. I don't know if it's serious. Actually, you be the judge. A couple episodes, well, a few episodes ago, we did a political cold open. Now we're going to do another cold open, this time about AI. AI is becoming more and more popular each passing day, it seems like. There's always something new on Facebook or Instagram about AI generated this, this AI generated thing, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I just want to give you my opinion on it. It's, uh, it's you know, you deserve to hear what Joe thinks about AI. Obviously, if you're tuning into this podcast still, this episode 68, you care about what I have to say, or at the very least, you find it entertaining because you're like, wow, this guy's trying to talk about something serious. What an idiot. Like, he should be just talking about pizza and, uh, and well, he already talked about his dick, so I guess he's got that base covered. Anyway, AI. I don't think, I think AI is cool. A little bit scary, but overall, it's cool. Some of the images you could generate due to AI. You can do whatever comes to your mind. Now, that's where the scary part comes in because due to AI, a lot of scandal can be created. Deep fake images and all that. You can do voices. You can do, obviously, images. Um, so you can create whatever you want and you can get a lot of people in trouble. You could be like, oh, um, Tom Hanks said this. We have a recording of him. We have the audio of him saying this, saying, I went to Epstein Island and I did a little kids. I, I don't believe that. I don't think Tom Hanks would do that. But due to deep fake technology, you can, or a deep fake AI technology, whatever, deep fake AI, it's kind of like the same thing. I know there's a difference, but I'm not going to get into it again. Not that smart. So, um, Due to AI technology, you can get the, the voice, the Tom Hanks voice, and say whatever you want. And then if you find a guy that can put it out there that'll make it go viral, it'll go viral. And people will believe it because, you know, if it's on Facebook, obviously it's true, which is the mindset of a lot of people in this day and age. If you see it on the internet, it has to be true. Um, so you can do that with anyone. I didn't mean to throw out Tom Hanks. I love Tom Hanks. I do not believe the Epstein rumors, the Epstein Island. Yeah. Uh, but you could do it for like, 
Let's get LeBron in trouble. Let's say uh, LeBron was the one that gave John Morant the gun. You know? And if you don't know that story, just look it up. Not LeBron, because LeBron didn't give John Morant the gun. But I'm saying, due to AI, you can do that. You could just recreate his voice. And this isn't like impressionists doing it. Like, they don't hire some guy to be like, all right, sound like LeBron and say it, read this script. No. Like, it is an actual technology that gets as accurate as possible to LeBron's voice without actually being him, of course. So it's a little scary in that aspect. And as far as benefits, uh, I don't see a lot of benefits unless if you're in school, high school, college, fuck, even grade school, because I guess little little kids are, are having phones uh, these days. I didn't get my first phone until high school. It was a Razor. It was a Verizon Razor. Uh, very cool. I kind of miss it. I kind of miss when times were a little bit simpler, you know, but also if I didn't have a smartphone, I wouldn't be able to record this right now. So you give what, you know, you, you take the good with the bad and that's, that's life. You win some, you lose some, you move the fuck on. I will live and die by that quote. Uh, that's why I'm, that's why I'm, I'm trying to stop the gray, the graining coming uh, into my hair, both on top of my head and on my jaw. Um, and by the way, the movie, the name of that movie is The Blackening from last episode when I was trying to think of the movie where the people go to the cabin and they find the game and then it turns out it's a game where they could all die. The Blackening. Um, looks very funny. Anyway, <laughs> like I was saying, um, yeah, no, it's it, as, as far as benefits, I think it's only kids in school because they can use it to cheat. Chat GBT and AI and all that shit. Hey, Write this essay for me. Boom. Done. Now, I think the technology will also come along where the teachers um, will have a system where they can compare chat GBT generated stuff to an actual essay and they could notice differences and be like, all right, he actually wrote this or no, he just went to the AI thing and got all the answers from there. I don't know. Again, I haven't dove too deep into this subject. I'm just bringing it up because it is a hot topic and I'm not talking about the store with all the emo clothes. I used to shop there a lot. I used to get my Slipknot and Pantera shirts from there and Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden had the coolest shirts, but anyway, I digress. AI. Whew, I'm getting intense. I'm like, Alex Jones. AI. It's turning the freaking frogs gay. <clears throat> I'm, so, I'm very dumb. I'm, like Sometimes I just start talking and I go on these little rants, and then midway through, I'm like, what am I doing? But then I can't stop. Anyway, AI, um, yeah, because people in school can use it to cheat. Um, and unless the teachers have that system where they can compare side by side AI-generated essay to an actual essay, it's going to be hard to catch it. And I think that's also a huge hassle to have to, instead, you know, at first got to read every essay, but then you have to compare it to a chat GBT generated essay. And it's this whole process for the teachers now too. So it's creating problems for them. And then if the students get caught, you know, then they're in trouble. But it's like, I don't know. I, I think AI is a cool technology, but I think it could also be used for wrongful purposes. If that's the right way to phrase that. I think you can do a lot of damage with AI. Like I said earlier, the deepfake technology with the voice, um, the images you can create. You can make a photo of LeBron giving Ja the gun. And it can look as real 
as an actual photo that I take right now of me flexing and showing off my dad, my dad bod muscles, which by the way, not that thrilling of a, of a visual. So don't, don't worry about it. We're going to move on. I don't want to make you lose your breakfast or anything like that. So my thoughts on AI, my final thoughts before I close out this intro, AI, I'm not giving it a thumbs up. It's closer to thumbs down, but it's not all the way down. Because again, I think it can be cool. Because benefits wise, I could be like, all right, let's generate an image of Michael Jordan and LeBron and Kobe playing a game of 21. You know, which those images are out there, but you know, the more advanced these things get, the more advanced AI gets, um, the more realistic it can look. And you can get everything down from like the beads of sweat going down the forehead and LeBron's receding hairline and I don't know, everything, everything. So there are some cool, like you can get like Joe Montana against Tom Brady or, uh, I don't know, just so, there, there are a lot of cool things you can do with it, but there are a lot of dangerous things you can do with it. And I don't mean to be a poopy pants and just be like, yeah, it could be used for bad stuff too. So maybe it's not good. I'm just seeing, or I'm saying what, saying what I'm seeing or saying what I'm thinking. I don't know. I see the good with the bad in this AI thing. And by the way, I should clarify by AI, I mean artificial intelligence, not Alan Iverson. I also wanted to clarify that. This whole time I've been talking about artificial intelligence, not Alan Iverson, the former Philadelphia 76er. He also played for the Denver Nuggets and the Memphis Grizzlies as well, but he was well known for being on the Philadelphia 76ers. Crossed up Michael Jordan. Anyway, um, a lot of basketball references in this intro because I am going to talk about basketball uh, as this episode goes on, but we'll get to that later. So thoughts on AI? As far as the thumbs up meter, if thumbs if thumbs way up is 100% and thumbs way down is 0%, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it about a 40%. Like, it's not all the way down. It's, it's further from up, though, than down, if that makes sense. So, um, anyway, uh, there's the intro. There's my AI cold open. Hope you, uh, hope you got something out of it. I, I don't know what you would get out of that. Maybe, uh, I, maybe you agree with me. And then you could be like, yeah, you know what? He gets it. Like, AI isn't that great. It's cool. Again, very cool. It's very cool that we're at that point where this technology is becoming so advanced. But with that, it it becomes a little dangerous. So that's all I'm saying. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, it's happened already. It's happened already. Like, people are like the Moana. People are like, the live action version of Moana is coming. And it's a picture of The Rock dressed as Maui. And it looks like live action, like not the Pixar movie or the animated movie. Um, but that's not that's not happening. So that's not actually The Rock on set for Moana. That was AI, but a lot of people were believing it. So even as, something as harmless as that, like the new Moana movie's coming or this new movie's coming, and it's just fan-made AI images, like you're going to disappoint a lot of people. I don't think that's dangerous at that point, but I'm just saying it can get to a point where you can put celebrities careers in danger or even regular people you know you you can drop an image of a text conversation on ai and be like hey look at what look at what your boyfriend sent me and it's just like yeah i want to clap your cheeks and then boom relationship over like so good and bad it's cool it's cool but dangerous it's kind of like me it's cool but dangerous so in that aspect i really like ai because i like myself most of the time there are times when I'm like, anyway, um, 
So AI, 40% on the thumb meter. The thumb meter kind of, I feel like that could be like a porno site. But anyway, we're done. Good intro, 12 minutes, solid, right? Solid AI, cold open. Yeah, cool. Let's play that intro music. Thank you all for tuning into episode. I couldn't say that smoothly. <clears throat> I'm like, I'm like, I'm almost like rushing through this and I don't know why. <clears throat> Let me try that again. All right, 12 minutes. That's a good intro. Thank you all for tuning into episode 68. Let's play that fucking intro music and let's go. LFG, baby. All right, everybody, and we're back. Episode 68 of Feel Good Friday. I just got done with my AI cold open, not Allen Iverson, artificial intelligence. And then right after I recorded that, you know, I hit, you know, save audio, added the intro music. And then I went on to the social media, as I do, as people do, not just me, it's people. Um, and I saw that there was an article about AI, and it was Ice Cube saying that he will sue the fuck that's a quote. Sue the fuck out of anyone who tries to use his voice or likeness for something that he doesn't sign off on. So, case in point, not a, like a lot of celebrities probably aren't stoked about AI. Celebrities for sure. Kids in school, definitely. New way to cheat, probably the best way to cheat ever. Spark notes, cliff notes. You know, writing things down on the backside of your water bottle or your or your your watch or anything. AI is probably the best new way to cheat, but uh, celebrities probably not too stoked about it. Me, I'm pretty indifferent. I think some of the stuff is cool, but like I said, you know, some of the stuff can be used for evil. <laughs> anyway, enough about AI. We're going to move on because I'll tell you what, it's a good day. It's a good day. LeBron is out of the playoffs once again. He has made he made it to the Western Conference Finals. Very impressive, great run, especially considering where the Lakers were at the beginning of the season. And then you know trade deadline happened. They got Rui Hachimura. They got uh, Vanderbilt. They got D'Angelo Russell. They got um, Beasley. They got all these you know great role players, good role players, trying to recreate what they had in the bubble because in the bubble they had a lot of great role players and that's why they were able to win, in my opinion. Obviously, LeBron and AD were great, but the role players really stepped up. And um, you saw that after the bubble championship, I will always say the bubble championship. I'm never just going to say the championship of 2020. It's the bubble ship. Come on, let's be honest. So, I mean, is it even that like official? I don't know. You be the judge. But after that, they got rid of all the real players. They got rid of the the Montrez Harrell and um, the Hart and the Alex Caruso. We got The Bulls got Caruso. Thanks, LA. Great pickup. Love me some Caruso. First team All-NBA this year. Congrats. Let me send some flowers to Caruso, the Caru goat, if you will. But they got rid of all that, and then they sucked the year after that. There was injuries for sure. Obviously, AD. I don't. If AD can make it through a full year plus postseason, it it'll be a fucking miracle. And LeBron is at that age where I think it's the same thing. If he can make it through the full year plus the postseason, miracle. So that's why I'm not too sure where where the future is. Uh, you know how the future is looking for the Lakers, or you know where they're where they're going because LeBron's 38, AD's fragile as fuck. He's 30, I believe. He's 30 years old, but he's an old 30. He's an old 30 because his body is is so fragile and, and weak and, uh, and, you know, other synonyms like that. Um, 
So I don't know. They they we'll we'll see what happens with them. They got to re-sign Austin Reeves, so a lot of their salary is going to go towards LeBron, AD, and Reeves, and that leaves them in the situation where it's like, where do we, what do we do with our role players? Now the thing is, a lot of people were saying they didn't need, they don't need to make any moves this offseason. The team they had could have won the championship this year. They made it to the Western Conference Finals. They beat the Grizzlies and they beat the Warriors. I should add that the Grizzlies and the Warriors are two kind of broken teams at the moment. You had all the drama with John Morant going on, and then you had uh, Steven Adams out. You had Brandon Clark out. Dylan Brooks was being a fucking idiot. So there's Memphis right there. And then the Warriors, things haven't been the same since Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole in the face preseason. So there was that. So, And then Clay wasn't, you know, being himself either. Uh, you know, Clay, Clay was healthy. He was playing, but he just wasn't – it wasn't Clay. I don't know if that Clay is gone, like – I think nowadays I would actually trust Draymond, not for like a to shoot the, but like I think Draymond is more valuable than Clay as far as the big three in Golden State goes. But anyway, so two broken teams. They made it past them. Good job. Then they got to the Nuggets, and the Nuggets were just better. The Nuggets were the better team all around because it was a sweep. Pretty embarrassing, LeBron. Pretty embarrassing, but it was a sweep. It was a good sweep though. Like the Lakers put up a fight in every game. The Lakers were winning in certain points of the games. Game four, they were up by 15 at halftime. 15 or 18. I, I can't even remember. It might have been 18, but I think it was 15 at halftime. I was like, all right, Lakers are going to take one. I expected that. Nope. Because LeBron was on fire, too. LeBron, 31 points in the first half. I don't care if I'm a LeBron hater or what. 31 points in the first half is impressive as fuck. For anyone, yet alone a 38-year-old who's been you know doing this for 20 years, his body is, it can't keep up. And he did slow down. He cooled off in the second half. Only scoring nine points in the second half. And uh, the Nuggets scored a lot more than that. We'll just say that because they ended up getting the win. They ended up getting the win. 113-111 was the final score, I believe. And then the Nuggets, you know, they got to they got to shut L.A. up. Because those Lakers fans, I'm telling you, there's something else. There's something else. Um, so LeBron is out. LeBron got swept. I just love saying that. It's just really fun to say, you know. LeBron got swept. He's out of the playoffs. He's going to be watching the championship from the couch. Can't wait. Um, but they did get close. They did give me a scare, that's for sure. Now, the thing is, also, the West is going to be better next year. The Grizzlies and the Warriors are going to figure the things out. The Kings are probably only going to get better. They looked amazing this year. They're, they're probably going to form more chemistry and only get better. Clippers, if they can stay healthy, they'll be better. Um, I think Portland is going to be sneaky good. I think they got a sneaky good roster right now. They're just trying to tank for Wemby. And they came close. They got the third pick. They got the third pick. So they'll get like Brandon Miller or Scoot, and that'll be awesome as well. Um, so Portland's something to look at. New Orleans, if Zion comes back and stays healthy, that's a big if as well. He has played barely any games. I think he's big overrated because of his injury um, proneness. It's probably not a word, but whatever. We're going to roll with it. He's very injury prone, so he doesn't play a lot. But when he does play, he's he's electric, but uh, it's just not a lot. So, But if he can stay healthy, the Pelicans are, are a great team. And the Suns, the Suns are going to form more chemistry. KD's going to get more used to his guys. They're, they're probably going to look for some depth. That, that was the big issue this year. They didn't have any depth. So um, that's why they couldn't make it past the Nuggets. And they put up a better fight than the Lakers, though. Just saying. They lost the series 4-2, to two, not 4-0. to zero. What are you doing, LeBron? You can't even get one? That was always the metric. That was the standard people would use for a superstar. If you made it to the playoffs 
is your guy at least going to get one? You guys, the Lakers had two guys, LeBron and AD. They were both healthy throughout the series. They couldn't get one. That's not a good sign. I get it. They made it to the Western Conference playoffs. That's super impressive. Four teams out of 30, 30, you know, make it there. So it's, it's impressive to make it there, but if you can't even get one, especially when you were undefeated in LA and then you just let big honey and Jamal Murray just run all over you and fuck your shit up. I don't know. It's kind of sad to see. It might be the end of the era. And then LeBron brought up retirement in the post-conference presser because it has to be about him. God forbid we give the Nuggets any fucking credit at all. No. LeBron brings up retirement. Now everyone's talking about, will LeBron retire? He's not going to fucking retire. He's not going to retire. He's still an amazing player, even at 38 years old, even in year 20. He's an amazing player. He's my second greatest player of all time. Um, and LeBron fans get mad when I say he's my he's the second greatest of all time. Like, there's that is so fucking good to be the second greatest basketball player of all time. So just just take that. You can get I would get mad if someone was like, oh, he's not in my top five. He's not in my top ten. That's reason to get mad. But he's number two for me. So just chill out and accept that Michael Jordan was better. Yes, LeBron had the longer career, so now he has more stats. That that's what happens when you play so many more seasons than the guy that you're getting compared to. You're going to have a lot more numbers. Um, so longevity-wise, LeBron is better. You know, LeBron has had the longer uh, career, and he's had more numbers. But at their peak, I'm taking Jordan over LeBron any day of the week. That rhymed. You're welcome. You're welcome. That was pretty cool, huh? Um, but it's, this isn't the go debate. That, that's, that's settled for me. It's MJ. It's not changing. There's so many things I can go into, but I won't, but I won't. Because this is about LeBron right now and his failures. His failures to even win a game against Denver. Again, it's not totally their fault. Like, they played well, but, you know, the Nuggets are just that much better. And and then here's the thing. is uh, another LeBron thing. This happened in game three, I believe. Might have been game two. Might have been game two. I'm not sure. But earlier, LeBron, uh, Steve Kerr brought up flopping. You know, going for fouls and all that. And LeBron was like, oh, I've never played on a team that's flopped before. We don't play that way. We don't flop. That is so fucking blasphemous for LeBron to say. Again, second greatest player of all time. I acknowledge that. I acknowledge him. But what do you... You do flop, dude. There, You can make like a 30-minute highlight reel of you flopping and probably still have some more for extra time if, if you needed some. And then after he says that, he goes into the Nuggets series and then has one of the worst flops I've ever seen. He tries to flop and he like shoots himself like 10 feet across the floor, goes sliding into the stands, you know, shouting and and flailing. Uh, And then some karma comes his way because he he slides right into a fan who has a drink. Uh, I believe it was a gin and tonic. Might have just been some vodka type of shit. Slides right into that fan and the fan spills his drink on him. And uh, that was pretty satisfying to see. I was a fan of that. The fan gave him a towel. Very nice in Denver. Probably a little stoned. <laughs> you know, because uh, Colorado, they were like the first state to legal. Anyway, it doesn't matter either. Um, so he had to clean himself off. And it was actually pretty funny. LeBron was like so disappointed. And the guy handed him the towel. And he was like, thank you. Like, it was this humbling moment, I think. And I think that was karma just being like, hey. You flop. It's okay if you flop. That's the NBA nowadays. A lot of players just go for the foul instead of the actual shot. It's sad to see. 
I don't like it, but that's how a lot of the game was played. A lot of players go for the foul instead of the shot. James Harden, huge one. Trey Young, another one. These are like big names in the league. So it's okay to flop, LeBron. I will use it against you in the GOAT argument, especially when you say that you don't flop. But, you know, it's okay. That's that's what it is nowadays. That's what it is. It's very, it's, it is kind of a soft league. It is kind of a soft league. So you're the, you're the goat of the soft generation, <laughs> but MJ is still the goat all time. Uh, anyway, so LeBron is out of the finals. Great, great time to be alive. I'm happy. I have a lot less stress in my life. You can see this glow about me. People are like, are you pregnant? I'm like, no, no, LeBron's just out of the playoffs. That's all. Don't worry about it. Um, so we will see who the Nuggets will play in the finals. The Boston Miami series is still going on. Game uh, five is tonight. Miami's up three one, so it's looking like Miami is gonna is gonna win this one. But we'll, we'll see. They're in Boston tonight, so anything could happen. If it goes three two, then they play Saturday night in Miami. That's the must win for the Miami Heat. If the Miami Heat lose that game, the Boston Celtics are winning the series. There's no way they're losing Game Seven at the Garden. No way. And that would be the first time ever that a team has come back down from 3-0. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to get that off my chest. I'm just very happy. And, uh, yeah, LeBron. Hey, LeBron, you can come watch the, the finals at my place if you want to. Or we can go to the whistle. You know, that that uh, offer is out there. So just, just mull it over. You know what I mean? Anyway, enough about LeBron. Um, I was going to say we could order some Chipotle while we watch the finals, but I have a gripe with Chipotle recently. It's not the food. The food has been great. Don't get me wrong. Chipotle food, still good. Still good. But, but when I go there and I try to get a drink, let me, let me give you the history. I went there probably about two months ago, two months. And I went to order a drink and they're like, oh, just letting you know, our ice machine is broken. I was like, oh, fuck. Well, I wish I would have known that before I paid for the goddamn drink. But it's okay. It's okay. I, I got, the, got the drink anyway, brought it home, put some ice in it myself. It didn't, it wasn't the same, but it was okay. It was okay. I was over it. I was like, all right, this is just a one-time thing. Just deal with it. You're fine, Joe. You're fine. Very first world problems, by the way. Very white people problems. Um, anyway, so that happens. Couple weeks go by, a few weeks go by, I order online. So I'm not talking to anyone this time. I'm, I'm ordering online. And I order a drink. I go to pick it up. And I go, they don't even tell me anything this time. I pick up my cup. That's with the, you know, with the bag at the pickup shelf fucking thing. And I go to get my drink. The ice machine is still broken. I kind of just sigh. I do like that. Oh my Fill up my drink, go home, put the ice in it. Still sucks. Like, what the fuck is happening? A couple more weeks go by. I have Chipotle again. I'm getting it for Cassie and I. Uh, Maybe a little bit for Finn. You know, he likes the queso. And I go to, I I go in this time. I go to order, and I'm like, um, you know, can I, can I have the drink with it? And then before I pay for it, though, I say, is the ice machine still broken? She said, yeah. It's been over a month at this point. It's been over a fucking month and your ice machine is not fixed. What's the deal? What's wrong with it? Get a new one. You're Chipotle. You can afford a fucking new ice machine. 
because this is what happens. I say, I say, is the ice machine still broken? She said, yeah, I don't know if it's ever going to be fixed. She used the word ever, ever. What? You're just not going to have ice for your ice machine ever again. What kind of fucking ludicrous statement is that? I hope she was wrong. I haven't been in there in a while. It's been a couple weeks now. Um, so I get it. The timeline might be off because, you know, I was like, I went there a month ago. And then it, the, just now it's been three occasions where the ice machine is on. And it's been over the span of like a month and a half. Um, so it's been, uh, it's been over a week. I'll just say that it's been over a week. I don't know. I kind of want to call first now because I'm scared to go in there. And if it's broken again, I'm just going to be disappointed. I kind of want to call and be like, Hey, is that ice machine broken? And if they say, yeah, I'm going to hang up. I'm going to take my business to another Chipotle. The Chipotle on 159th in Harlem can kick rocks. The Chipotle on 159th in Harlem can take a hike. Fix your fucking ice machine, ice machine, people. Damn it. Now I'm getting so angry that I can't even talk. Ice machine. It's not that far off, but whatever. Fix the ice machine. Again, I know this is a white person problem. I know this is a first world problem, but still. Warm, warm drinks, warm soda. Not my, my, uh, my favorite thing in the world. Far from it, actually. It's probably closer to my least favorite thing in the world than my favorite thing in the world. It's probably on that end of the list. So all I'm saying is take a little money out. Maybe, maybe, maybe shut down for just a day if it's going to be a big thing. I don't think it will be. It's not like it's a super small restaurant. Like it's, it's not huge, but it's not small. There's space for people still. Take, take a little bit of money out. I don't know, a couple thousand, however much it is. Fix the fucking ice machine. It's very upsetting. If anyone from Chipotle is hearing this, just let me know. Okay. All right. I still love you, Chipotle. I do. Just because I'm mad doesn't mean I don't care. That's why I want you to fix your ice, mach- ice machine. Because I care. I keep saying ice machine. What the fuck is wrong with me? But because I care, I want you to fix your ice machine. Because I want you to be successful. And people, I'm sure I'm not the only one that's mad that you haven't fixed your ice machine yet. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that's mad. You know what? I'm not even mad. <clears throat> Just disappointed, Chipotle. Come on. Come on. Let's get it together. Okay. You get your shit together. I get my shit together. We're going to go through this journey together. Me and you, Chipotle. Let's go. All right. Um, I don't know if anyone from Chipotle listens to this. That'd be cool, though. Uh, also, quick note about people who listen to this. I had a dream that The Undertaker was a big fan of this podcast. Yeah. I was, I've, I've been watching this show on Peacock called This Is Awesome. And it's just about like the really cool moments of wrestling history. I'm a nerd, whatever, deal with it. Um, yeah, it's called, it's called, this is awesome. It really is awesome to me. I still get chills. Cause again, I grew up on that and I love that, that kind of stuff. I love the pops. I do love the pops, but, uh, I had a dream just last night that the undertaker listened to my podcast and I forgot how I found out that the undertaker listened to my podcast, but I did find out I did. It was, uh, I think he was getting interviewed and he brought it up and I was like, wait a second, that's my podcast in my dream. And uh, it was this whole thing and there's not much more to that, but uh, <laughs> that's one of those dreams I wish was real. I've had dreams that I wish were real before, like, you know, that I'm 
at Port Aransas or Daytona Beach or something. And then I wake up and I'm in Tinley Park, Illinois. Ugh. But uh, this was definitely another one that I wish was real. Because if The Undertaker was listening to my podcast, man, that's that's some month-made type of shit right there. I don't even know about month. That might make my year. If The Undertaker listened to my podcast, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway. I, we'll see it because he might one day he might listen to the he might start listening to it he might start listening from episode one he might get to episode 68 and then just start laughing because he's like <laughs> little did he know i was gonna listen to that podcast you know eventually anyway and then and then he's gonna hit me up and we're gonna become buddies joe Kruger, instagram facebook whatever uh, you can have me on snapchat too i don't know if undertaker doesn't seem like he snapchats but we'll see We'll see. Anything can happen. It's 2023. All right. We're going to take another break. I'm glad I got those things off my chest, especially the Chipotle thing. Um, And when I get back, we're going to talk about some other shit. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. This is Flight 68 of Feel Good Friday Airlines. We are still in the air at about 38,000 feet, but we are going to slowly begin our descent As we have one more section, then we're going to take one more break, and then we're going to wrap it up like a burrito, as we always do. Thank you for flying Feel Good Friday. I hope you enjoyed your flight. We're going to come around with a couple quick uh, stories for you real quick, and then we're going to be done. And then people are going to speed past my house and fuck up this little bit that I'm doing. God damn it. Okay. Never mind. That was a new thing I was trying. It may have not worked. It may have. Maybe you liked it. Maybe you felt, you know, very uh, soothed soothed for a second. Soothed. Just want to make sure I'm saying that right, you know. But uh, anyway, Feel Good Friday, episode 68. The flight keeps flying, but we are going to begin our descent because we're going to do this section. We're going to take a break, one last break, and then we wrap it up. And then boom, it's episode 69, the one you've all been waiting for. I'm confident I'm not sure which one you wanted more, episode 69 or episode 100, but you're getting 69 first because that's how numbers work. Anyway, now that I got the Chipotle stuff off my chest, I've aired my general grievances. That's a kind of a Star Wars, Star Wars reference right there, general grievous, but uh, you know, like grief. Yeah. Anyway, if you if you, it's cool. We're gonna keep going. All right. Anyway. Chipotle, done. Undertaker dream, done. We're going to move on to uh, something a little Finn-related. It's me-related, but it's Finn-related as well. It's it's both of us. We're in this together, him and I. I got the Boomerang, Boomerang, Boomerang streaming channel. Um, now, if you don't know what Boomerang is, you're too young, but I'll explain to you. Boomerang is an actual channel on cable that shows pretty much nonstop old school cartoons from Cartoon Network. I'm talking Looney Tunes, Scooby-Doo, Flintstones, Jetsons, Yogi Bear, Megilla Gorilla, Underdog, Courage the Cowardly Dog. It's probably the cutoff. I haven't seen if they had uh, Ed, Ed, Nettie, and the Powerpuff Girls, but if they have that, I'll be really happy. I haven't explored that much. I've mainly been sticking with the Scooby-Doo stuff, but still, Boomerang is that good shit. Boomerang is basically my childhood. It's a combination of that. A little my, my childhood. I was a Cartoon Network kid over Nickelodeon. I love I, Nickelodeon's fine. I have no problem with it. SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, Fairly Odd Parents, Rocket Power, all that shit. But Jimmy Neutron, um, and then there was Disney, which I liked. You know that. So Raven, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, even Stevens, Lizzie McGuire. 
But Cartoon Network was that was where I was at. It was very silly, and uh, obviously all anime. I I just I don't know. I had the best time while while I was watching that because sometimes the Disney episodes would get a little too real. Like Raven and Chelsea would start fighting. I think that was her name, Chelsea, her redhead friend who was kind of like dumb half the time, but then all of a sudden she would get really serious for an episode. You'd be like, "What's happening?" Same with like London Tipton from the Tipton Hotel from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Like she was dumb and then she would have a serious episode and you're like, I don't like this. Cartoon Network wasn't like that. Cartoon Network was had basically no actual like continuous storyline. It was just new episode after new episode, wacky stuff right there. Some Animaniacs type of shit. So I love the Boomerang channel. Now I come to find out that Boomerang has a streaming service, as does every fucking channel on the planet. If the channel doesn't have its own streaming service like Disney, like Boomerang, then it's got a deal with a streaming service where it just puts all of its shit onto that streaming service. Comedy Central puts a lot of their shit on the Paramount Plus. Um, Cartoon Network actually did have a lot of shit on HBO Max, but then, you know, Boomerang is kind of its own thing. Nickelodeon is on, Nickelodeon is on uh, Paramount Plus as well. Paramount Plus, pretty underrated. A lot of Universal stuff is on Peacock. The list goes on and on, but everything's streaming. And so Boomerang is no exception. I found out about it because I was looking for Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island. I wanted to throw that on for Finn, see if he liked it. And it said it was available on Boomerang. Uh, Prescription, not prescription, subscription (laughs) required. So I looked into it. It was five bucks a month. I was like, why not? Glad I did. It brought me back a lot. It's been a little trip down memory lane because we have watched Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island. We have watched Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost. We have watched Scooby-Doo and Cyber Chase. All great classic movies from my childhood. Let's start with Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island. Uh, That was like the first big Scooby-Doo movie. There's the live action movie, which was the biggest because, you know, Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar, Linda Cardellini, Matthew Lillard. Uh, like the list goes, Mr. Bean, you know, the list goes on and on. It's Rowan Atkinson. Um, anyway, Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island was the first animated Scooby-Doo movie, like the first big one. And it was great. It was great. Soundtrack is killer. Uh, they go, you know, Daphne is looking for actual ghosts because she's tired of all the guys in a mask. Give me a break. It's fake because that's, you know. That's part of the song. That's one of the songs. Because the ghost is here. Yeah, he's always a fake. The ghost is here and he's sucking my ass or something like that. I don't know how the song goes. I don't remember the lyrics exactly. It's been like a week since we watched it, but, you know, give me a break. Um, They go down to Louisiana because they're looking for ghosts. And then this one lady's like, hi, you guys are looking for a real haunted house. I live in one. And then, uh. Freddie's like, what? You're hot. Let's go. Daphne's like, okay. And the rest of the gang's like, all right. And then she's like, you know, Scooby and Shaggy are like, ghost? No, as they do because they're pussies, but they're funny. Uh, And then she's like, but we also have some really good food. And they're like, all right, let's go. Let's put our lives in danger. It makes sense. Um, So they go down and there's a fairy and the fairy guy is very Cajun. I like him a lot because... One of my favorite lines is like, that's Big Mona. You ain't never catch that fish and you ain't never gonna did. Which is some of the worst English uh, imaginable. But he says it very proudly, without hesitation. And just if I talked like that, I would, I would be a little bit concerned 
about me. Um, I, like I said, I know I'm, I'm not the, the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I mean, Jesus Christ, people, come on. You ain't never gonna did. What are you doing? I get it. It's part of the culture. Fuck off. You're better than that. Um, then they get there and then the, the ghosts start happening. Uh, the soundtrack is absolute killer. Absolute killer. There was the, the first song. And then there's the, in the very, very beginning, they have the kind of rock and roll version of Scooby-Dooby-Doo, Where Are You? And then they have the guy in the mask. And then they have um, Terror Time Again, which is, it, that was an absolute banger in my childhood. It slaps. It's fire. It's lit. It's gas, as the kids say. All these things having to do with some type of heat, energy. Uh, that's what it is. Because it's terror time again. Yeah. Yeah, that one. You remember that one. And if you don't, fucking look it up, baby. It's good stuff. Uh, there's a lyric in that that's kind of weird. It's like, you hear the wind begin to howl. You hear the screeching of an owl. I think I got those two mixed up. You hear the screeching of an owl. You hear the wind begin to howl. You know there's zombies on the prowl. And I'm going to be honest. When I hear the wind begin to howl or the screeching of an owl or both together, zombies are still kind of the last thing on my mind. I don't know that zombies are on the prowl when I hear those two things, but, you know, maybe on Zombie Island, that's what it is. I believe in the movie it's called Moonscar Island, but the actual title of the movie is Zombie Island, so that's that's essentially what it is. Great movie, though. Loved it. Big Mona. You ain't never catch that fish. You ain't never gonna did. Uh, and then we got Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost which is great because you got Ben Ravencroft voiced by Tim Curry. Fantastic character. Ravencroft, such a Halloween spooky name. And uh, he meets up with the gang in a museum after catching some bad guys, obviously. That's how it starts. Another version of Scooby-Dooby-Doo, Where Are You? And uh, he's like, why don't you guys come to my town? Because we could all hang out and touch each other inappropriately. Something like that. And then, of course, Daphne... Velma, because this time Velma's the one that's in. Because in the first one, it was the the hot chick that was like, you guys can come to Moon Sky Island. And Fred's like, yeah, with a fucking heart on. And then uh, in this one, Velma's fangirling out because she's a big fan of Ben Ravencroft's writing. So he's like, why don't you guys come with me to my hometown? It's an awful Tim Curry impression, by the way. But uh, he says that. And Velma's like, jinkies, I'm so wet. Absolutely. So then they go to his hometown. And of course, before they go, Scooby and Shaggy are like, uh, I don't know. Sounds kind of creepy. And Ben Ravencroft goes, we have some of the best food in New England. And Scooby and Shaggy are like, all right, let's fucking do it again. Why the fuck not? So they go. It's great. Um, ben Ravencroft going to uh, Havenfield or something like that. Or having uh, which which Haven. or It's something with a... Avon. There's Ravencroft and there's Haven and these Avon things, I guess they're just very witch sounding because the movie is Scooby-Doo and the Witches Go, so they have to go with witch sounding stuff. And I guess anything with Avon is a witch sounding thing. And then that movie, you got the Hex Girls, which uh, another banger. Because I'm a hex girl and I'm going to put a spell on you. I'm going to put a spell on you. Yeah, if you don't remember that one, fucking look it up. Like I said, Scooby-Doo movies produced some bangers. They really did. Scooby-Doo was all about that music. It's like Guardians of the Galaxy before Guardians of the Galaxy. Scooby-Doo. We had Scooby-Doo. So, very glad um, that those soundtracks exist. And then, uh, like I said, Scooby-Doo and Cyber Chase as well. That's the one where uh, 
<clears throat> clear my throat. Let me clear my throat. But really, I have to. Anyway, Cyber Chase is a good one. This was probably like in honor or honor in order of uh, the amount that I like them. It probably goes Zombie Island, which is Ghost Cyber Chase. The way they came out, I don't know if it's just I saw Zombie Island first. That's the OG, so I like it the most um, for that reason. But Cyber Chase is still cool. Um, they got, they get sucked into a video game. They don't get sucked off in the video game. <laughs> Maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe the unrated version, but boomerang does not have the unrated version. So there's, you can find that on Pornhub. Anyway, uh, it's an all right one. It's okay. You got some throwback old monsters. It's cool. Whatever. Anyway, I'm just stoked that Finn likes it because for a while, Finn was only about Pixar. He was like, Pixar or bust, baby. If it's not Pixar, you can fuck off. You can throw on Hercules, Mulan, Princess and the Frog, old cartoons, Robin Hood, whatever. It's not Pixar. I don't want it. But now he's starting to, more and more, he's starting to like watch these different types of animation and um, be okay with it, be interested, including the Scooby-Doo movies. So very happy that he's a Scooby-Doo fan now. I'm going to get him into some Looney Tunes because... I watched a lot of that stuff growing up, and I turned out pretty cool, I think. In my opinion, probably not anyone else's. But in mine, I'm cool. So I'm hoping he turns out the same way. But I will I will say this, though. As much as he will watch stuff, he'll watch what's on the screen. He's not addicted. Like, you can throw it on, and he'll watch it for a bit. But it doesn't hold his attention. Like, if he's on the ground, he's not sitting in front of the TV anymore. He's He's like, all right. This movie's cool. I dig it. But I got all these toys. I got three dogs. I got mom and dad. Like, let's have some fun outside of the screens. And he loves it outside, too. He's an outdoorsy little guy. When we go outside, he's exploring. He's he's checking it out. He's just soaking in the fresh air. He's loving it. He's looking at the neighbors, seeing what they're doing. He's, he's, he's observing. He's very sponge-like. Like I said, he gets more and more sponge-like by the day. He observes, observes more and more and absorbs more and more as well. Um, and then the, the thing that I know, or the reason I know he loves it outside is because when I bring him in, when I hit him with the, all right, but let's go inside, do the old pick up and go. He gets very upset, like crying, sometimes screaming upset. Cause he just wants to be outside. So I'm happy about that. I know Cassie is too. Cassie's very outdoorsy. She likes the hiking and the camping and whatnot. Um, so he's, uh, we got an outdoorsy kid. We got an outdoorsy kid who, who can also appreciate a good movie. Which, to me, that's that's perfect. That's the perfect blend right there. So, thank you, Finn, for being so perfect uh, in the future if you're listening to this. Thank you. I love you. And uh, don't do drugs. Um, you know? Unless if I'm around. Well, I probably don't do them if I'm around either. But don't do drugs. Alright, we're just going to go with that. Anyway. Alright, like I said, we are going to take one more break. And then, Ooh, that rhymed. It was a little rhyme right there. We're going to take one more break, and then when we get back, we are going to wrap it up burrito style. Thank you all for listening, if you're still listening. I know that was probably a hard section to get through. You probably, there were various points where you're like, God, Joe is losing it. I think Joe is losing it. I'm going to shoot him a text and see if he's okay. I'm okay. Trust me. I'm just, like I said, I'm try- I'm going to be honest. I'm trying to get through this episode, because this is episode 68. I leave for Indy tomorrow morning. I got to get episode 69, like I got to get episode 68 out of the way so episode 69 can fly. Episode 68 has to walk so episode 69 can fly. So I'm kind of rushing through this, not Russian as in R-U-S-S-I-A-N, Russian as in R-U-S-H-I-N-G, 
Probably didn't need clarification on that, but I gave it to you because, uh, because I care. What can I say? I care. So I am going to take a quick break because I'll be honest, I have to piss right now. So um, we're going to do that. Thank you for listening. If you're still listening, if I didn't lose you just yet, we only have one more section. going to wrap it up. Yeah, that's all I got. All right, I'm going to piss my pants. All right, everybody, and we're back. We're going to wrap this thing up burrito style. We are landing the flight right now. I forgot to do the the flight bit. I'm only 10 seconds in. I could easily just erase this and start again, but you know what? I'm not going to do that. You guys deserve to hear the fuck up. I fucked up, and I did not do the flight bit. So I'm just going to try to wing it. No pun intended. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> We're going to bring it back. All right. Thank you all for flying Feel Good Friday Airlines. This has been flight episode 68. Flight episode, is that right? I don't know. Sorry, I'm too busy flying a plane. Uh, don't panic. Just a little bit of turbulence, a little bit of turby. And uh, we're going to land this plane right now. Thank you for all. Uh, thank, uh, you know what? I'm going to stop because because I, I messed up from the beginning. So ah, crash landing. Ah, ah, hold your loved ones. Uh, anyway, that got dark. That got really dark. I apologize. But anyway, we are going to wrap this thing up burrito style right now uh, with your pilot, Joe Kruger, me, the host of Feel Good Friday the owner of Feel Good Friday Airlines. Why am I still doing that bit? I don't know, but we're going to stop right now. <sighs> um, fact of the matter is, this summer is going to be very eventful. I got Indie Trip this weekend. I got my sister's wedding in June. I got Nick's wedding in July. I got Finn's birthday at the end of June. I got my birthday in August, my 30th birthday, the big 3-0. So... Out of all these, I'm like, which is the most important? Is it my son, Finn? Is it my sister's wedding? Is it, you know, um, seeing all my boys, seeing my boy get married? No, it's my birthday. It's the 30th birthday of Joe Kruger. He's been on this planet for 30 years. He hasn't died yet. He hasn't been arrested yet. Knock on wood. I hope that's real wood because I feel like if you knock on fake wood, you kind of jinx yourself. We'll see. We'll see if I make it through the weekend without a pair of handcuffs on me. Um, unless if they're, you know... Fuzzy handcuffs, you know what I mean? Just kidding. I've actually never been handcuffed before. Been uh, been tied up, but we're not going to get into it. Anyway, um, 30th birthday ideas. My brain's running wild. I love me a good party. I still do. I know people are like, you're 30. You got to grow up. No, no, no. I'm not growing up. I like to have fun. So 30th birthday, I want to do something big. I want to have something fun. So my mind is going to... WWF style party. You come in, you dress as your favorite wrestler. You could tag team it. Um, me personally, I don't know what I'm going to do. I think my favorite wrestler of all time is edge, but part of me just wants to get a DX Jersey, throw it on and just tell people to suck it all night. Beer pong, flip cup, card games. Whenever I win, I just tell people to suck it. I don't know. That seems simple enough. Should I get a stone cold shirt? But if I get a Stone Cold, Stone Cold had hair back in the day, but even when he had hair, he was blonde. So I feel like I can't pull off Stone Cold with dark brown hair and a beard, you know? Um, but, you know, I, so I can't really totally look like these people unless I do Mick Foley as well. I could do Mick Foley. But the thing with the DX shirt is you just throw that on. It doesn't matter what your hair looks like because they had so many members that you could just be whoever, you know? So I kind of want to have a wrestling party, a wrestling theme. Again, I know that's childish. 
But maybe I'm just in a wrestling mood right now because I'm watching that This Is Awesome show and uh, it is awesome and it's bringing me back. Uh, Part of me wants someone to throw a surprise party for me. Yeah, you heard that correctly. I would like for someone to throw a surprise party for me. However, obviously, like, I can't plan my surprise party with the person who's going to throw. Like, they have to throw it for me. But now that I even brought that up, the month of August, I'm on the lookout. If you're like, hey, do you want to go out for lunch this day, close to my birthday? I'm like, there's going to be a bunch of people there, aren't they? Surprise. Happy birthday. You're the best thing that's ever happened to us, Joe. Thank you for existing. Probably something like that. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, So there was that. There was a uh, part of me wanted to like rent out a park type of area. Uh, But I don't think you could drink at those. So I, you know, probably scratch that. Um, I wanted to have a wiffle ball game and a beanbag tournament. Kind of like mow my lawn in the diamond cut. Then have a wiffle ball game and a beanbag tournament and just have a regular party. I don't know. I don't know. Last year was Harry Potter themed. So I got to step it up this year. Part of, part of me wanted to do Monsters University. We could all be different frats and sororities and, you know, compete in the scare games, the beer, beer games, the BR games. That's a stretch, but I did it anyway. So we're just going to roll with that. Keep it. We're not cutting that. Keep it. Uh, I don't know. The ideas are flowing. And I know you probably hear this whole section and you're like, Joe is very selfish. Joe is very all about himself, um, which is the meaning of selfish. Uh, no, it's this party isn't necessarily for me. Like, it's for my birthday. Yeah. But I just like seeing all my buddies and having a good time. Is that selfish that I am the one that wants to do that? Yeah, but I don't think I'm alone. I think we all like getting together and... I like seeing everyone because I like making people laugh. And when I'm around people, I get the opportunity to make them laugh. So that works. My goal every day, my goal with this podcast, my goal in life in general is just is, is to just make people laugh. I love making people laugh. Like the Joker said, I just want to make people laugh. He says it like that too. That wasn't me fucking up. That was just the way he delivers the line. Hashtag Joaquin Phoenix. Hashtag good actor. Hashtag kind of weird though. But uh, I just like to make people laugh. So when I'm around people, I feel like I have this opportunity to make them laugh as much as I can, whether I'm with them for an hour or a weekend. Um, So that's why I want to have this party. And that's why I like parties in general. I like occasions. You know, it's just kind of who I am. It's not even necessarily being a social butterfly. It's just I like... Being around people so that I have the opportunity to make them laugh, make their day better, and uh, therefore cement my legacy as a funny guy. But, all right. Anyway, we're going to wrap this thing up. That's what we're doing right now. We are wrapping it up. Uh, we We are landing the flight very safely, very smoothly, safe and sound. We're good. Wheels on the ground, baby. Wheels on the ground. Wrapping this up. Thank you all for listening. I know this wasn't the greatest episode ever. Far from it. I don't know. I don't know what is the greatest episode ever. Episode one still has the most views, but that was the first episode. I was still finding my feet, you know, trying to get my wheels on the ground. And I don't think I'm even close to getting my wheels on the ground still on episode 68. So we'll see how episode 69 goes. So stoked. Indie special part two. It's going to be a little, hopefully less chaotic than last year's because I'm planning out some stuff that we're going to do. But who knows? Like I said, who knows? You're with the boys. You got some, you got the beers flowing. You got the buzzes going. 
you never know. You never know. So we'll see how that goes. Thank you all for listening. Can't wait to can't wait to give you the new indie special part two. Hope you enjoyed this episode as well. Flight 68 of Feel Good Friday Airlines. We have landed safely. We have arrived at our destination of the end of the episode. And uh, you're a real one if you stuck with me the whole time because uh, this was not my finest hour. Literally, I think we're at about an hour right now. So literally, not my finest hour. Literally. People say literally too much these days, by the way. People say literally a lot. I see it online all the time. Bro, he literally did like, yeah, he literally did that. Like, no shit. You don't have to put it in all caps, but that's a rant for another time. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Episode 68 in the books. Made it through another one, people. Success.